Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You got three guys on screen. All three share very similar characteristics. They're all 30-year-old players, or, well, Eckler's turning 29. Uh, Henry turned 30 in January. Cooper Cup's turning 31 in June. These are three old dogs. The question is, could situation potentially help squeak out one more elite year or even close to an elite year? We're here to not just judge them for the older players that they are. We're not here to say they're gone, Smitty. They're never going to be elite like they were. But do they have hidden value at their current risk level? I say yes in some cases, the Fantasy Football Show. Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, Cooper Cup edition begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. It's very easy to say, no, they're not going to do anything, Smitty. I'm not going near these old dogs because old dogs cannot swim. Well, maybe they can't. At least that's what Dad told me. Old dogs can't swim. Stay away from old dogs in the pool. These guys could drown in 2024. There's no doubt about it. Derrick Henry could fall apart during the middle of his 30-year-old season. Again, he just turned 30 years old. Congratulations. Happy birthday. Cooper Cup turns 31 in June. 30-year-old wide receivers tend to kind of shake uh get a little shaky during the season of 30 and they do well they don't do well they do well they can't stay healthy it's more about cooper cup staying on the field it's more about austin eckler staying on the field it's more about derrick henry staying on the field than it is anything else because what it comes down to for 30 year old running backs and 30 year old wide receivers is the body naturally breaking down even if they play elite when they're on the field but Given that everybody is finally running away from these players, nobody wants Cooper Cup. Ask somebody in the chat, what do you think of Cooper Cup? He's old. He's washed. You'll get more negative comments than you will get positive comments. No doubt about it. Not even factoring in our discussion about his ADP. Austin Eckler, you will get more he's washed, he's done than anything else. And the main thing you're going to hear, and I already see it in the chat, is he burned me, I'm staying away from him. Now, Thomas, you're not wrong in feeling this way. Thomas has been burned. Uh, fool Thomas once, shame on Thomas. Fool him twice, 
shame on Thomas again and me or whoever else he wants to blame. Fool Thomas a third time? I don't think so. Thomas is done. He's out. But that's okay. I'm not mad at Thomas. Thomas has valid reasons for being out. But let me tell you something. There are so many people that feel burnt by Eckler, feel burnt by Cooper Cup. Uh, not necessarily Henry. People are avoiding Henry because he still delivered last year. But they're worried about the drop-off. The, the other two, they're so burnt by him. There's a, a, a guaranteed cemented part of the fantasy football population that will go nowhere near Derrick Henry. Nowhere near him. Not even close to him. I'm sorry, uh, Austin Eckler. Not even close to him. He burned people. He burned people hardcore. They won't go near him. They don't care where his ADP is. They want nothing to do with him. And I don't blame said individuals. And I'd be the first one to be here saying, do not touch Austin Eckler around in round two. Do not touch Derrick Henry in round two. Don't go near Cooper Cup in round two. But once these players fall to round four, five, four, five, six, it starts to become interesting to me because Eckler as a fourth rounder, fifth rounder, in a maybe improving situation very soon when we find out where he lands, maybe he stays in LAC. There's talk about that. Harbaugh said he likes him a lot. He's a good running back. But who doesn't talk well about players that have you know paved the way for an organization and for football? Because Eckler is a, a pioneer in the sense of what he does and how he plays running back. A lot of running backs, Jameer Gibbs, a lot of players have followed suit. He's paved the way. He's a pioneer. And he deserves our respect. So does Derrick Henry. So does Cooper Cup. But once these guys, you know, guys I'm avoiding. Guys, I'm telling you, stay clear. I'm the king of stay away from older players because they're going to get hurt. But at a certain tipping point where you kind of say to yourself, it goes a little something like this. It goes a little something like, here's the round right here. Here's the round. You're going, you're going, you're going, you're going. Avoid, 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 avoid. And then eventually that avoid turns and flips into a absolutely smash. Grab the player. Do it live. It flips. There's a flipping point, a, a, a switch in where value far outweighs risk, whereas earlier the risk was totally outweighing the value, the upside. I don't like these guys for the long term, obviously, in Dynasty. I don't even truly love them for the entirety of the 2024 season, but I find some value in Cooper Cup in around what is he? Let's look at Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty, where Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Um, so hit the link that's in the live chat uh, that I'm dropping right this very second. The link that's in the description of the video, I'll, I'll, I'll pin the link as well because we will be drafting so much during the evening graveyard shows on Underdog Fantasy. Uh, so make sure, let me pin that link right now. Link's been pinned. Make sure you sign up ahead of time so you're not scrambling to try and sign up and get into one of the drafts. If I go to the Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty, uh, uh, let's see here, link, let's see here, uh, NBA, or NBA, no, we're going to NFL, uh, let's go to pre-draft, here we go, running back, okay, so Austin Eckler's ADP is, actually, let's start with Derrick Henry, 61.2 overall, he is running back 15, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, running back 15, 61.2 overall. That is absolutely fantastic value. That is 100% smash value. Um, especially if he lands somewhere like Dallas. If he lands somewhere, uh, let, let me show you, let me show you the, the, the potential landing spots. 
that we have cooked up for these RBs. Barkley board, Henry board, and Jacobs board is in front of you. If Derrick Henry falls into Dallas or or Baltimore, do you think he's going to stay as running back 15? I don't think so. I think he's going to climb and skyrocket. But if he didn't, he'd be an absolute smash at that territory. Let me let me put it up on screen here and and show you this so you can actually see it for yourself. Let me send this to myself real quickly and drag it here onto the screen. I'll do the same thing with Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is a phenomenal value at this current moment in time. And let me also show you something that Austin Eckler did. I can't seem to get my phone to to play nice here. Let me show you a, a, a video I put up on my Instagram. This is Austin Eckler right now, today, on his IG, doing pull-ups. And you'll notice there's a weight in between his legs, or in between his feet. This guy's, I think he cranked out about 12 of these, if not more. Um, I clipped it at the beginning. Drops the weight, and it zooms in on the weight. This is a 100-pound weight. I'm not saying lifting weights correlates into exactly what you're going to do, how you're going to play, if you can hold up. But one thing I will say about Austin Eckler is he takes phenomenal care of his body. He, in the right situation, could thrive at uh, for one more season. And I just feel like there's value. There's a certain amount of value that I can't look away from when he's going. Let's see where Austin Eckler's ADP is. 76.1. Running back 22. Derrick Henry, I'm going to screenshot this because I can get Derrick Henry squeezed into these this graphic as well. Uh, let's let's put this on the screen here. Why is my phone not playing nice? There it is. Let's drag this puppy over. Look at look at this uh, ADP data right here. This ADP data is pretty pretty uh, head scratching. Derrick Henry, sixty one point two. I've expanded Austin Eckler. 76.1, running back number 22. He's going below Monty, Stevenson, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, who knows if Nick Chubb even even plays in the beginning of the year. I like Tajay Spears, um, you know, but but I, I think I take a chance on Eckler being in one of these ideal situations. I think it's a pretty good move. Let me let me minimize this so we can use it later because it's such good data. Derrick Henry in Baltimore and Dallas probably goes up maybe two or three or four running back slots on that ranking. I don't think anybody's going to knock it excited about Dallas bringing in Derrick Henry. I, I don't see how Derrick Henry stays at 61.2. He probably, drops, he probably drops down to like 48 overall, 40, 45, 48. The question will be if Derrick Henry goes at 45 or 48 overall in Dallas, if that's where his new ADP is going to be once he's announced he's going to Dallas or he's going to Baltimore. And that's probably where he's going, one of these two teams. That, is that still worth 48 or 45 overall? Are we still here doing another video saying Derrick Henry at 48 overall, ADP is a steal? A steal? I think probably. Uh, Austin Eckler's ADP, as I just alluded to, is 76.1, running back 22. If he lands in, let's say, uh, I don't want him a Philly because you want him to be catching balls. They took Swift in and they did amazing things with Swift. Swift was a steal. He did absolutely phenomenal. Um, in fantasy, we we had him as a highly touted sleeper, and he did very very well. But they didn't throw to him at all. He did all of the work on the ground. He did great. But we want him in a in a we want Eckler in a place where we know they're going to throw. 
Cincinnati, they're moving on from Mixon, I think. Mixon, if they cut Mixon, saves them a lot of money. Mixon's definitely a cap casualty candidate. And if the, the Bengals bring in him, they might bring in Clyde Edwards-Alaire, by the way. Uh, Joe Burrow's favorite player of, of all time in college football. He loves Clyde Edwards-Alaire. It'll be interesting to see if Clyde could get revitalized a little bit in Cincy. But if Cincy brings in Austin Eckler... I don't think his ADP even stays near 76 or running back 22. He probably climbs into the 15 to 20 running back range. He probably climbs into the 60s, the low 60s, maybe 55, maybe 52, 51. It depends. And, and I think people get refreshed when they start hearing things. Like right now, everybody's assuming Eckler's wash. We have no signs of where he's going to go. There's nothing reminding me that he could do something. So I'm going to I'm gonna suppress his value. On Underdog Fantasy, we can take advantage of this drafting Henry, drafting Eckler, drafting Cooper Cup in territories that are suppressed right now. Fully, totally, utterly suppressed. And, and it's it's my job to point out when I feel like the value suppressed. Right now, you can clean up an underdog without any risk on these guys. And Cooper Cup, if I go to Cooper Cup's ranking and look at his ADP, he's a steal as well. I find myself drafting Cooper Cup more than I want to. I don't know why I'm doing it, but I'm doing it, and I'm doing it live. Cooper Cup, 40.6. This is great value, too. I'm not saying it'll stay great value. I'll probably be very, very apprehensive about drafting him the moment he starts climbing up ADP ranks, if he even does. I don't know if he will. He very much could. He very much could stay exactly where he is. I don't fully know. But here's Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's ADP is 40.6, wide receiver 27. That's below, uh, you know, and I like Drake London a little more just because I think he's going to break out. I like Keenan Allen still for one year, although I don't know how this this Harbaugh offense is going to look. Devonta Smith, of course I love. Devonta Smith is a value right there. Like, this is, not the, this is not the craziest territory where he's at. The running backs below him, though, just to give you a sense of, like, he's slotted kind of in a good place. But T. Higgins, uh, Zay Flowers, Jaden Reed, Jordan Addison, Roma Dunze, Calvin Ridley, McLaurin. I think he's JSN. He's kind of in the right spot. I don't, I don't feel like he's, like, sticking out like a sore thumb necessarily. But the, the risk is still very low. If he climbed up, and I don't think he will because there's no movement. There's no moving to a new team. There's nothing that's going to necessarily move him. I think this is perfect for him. I think this is where you take your wide receiver 2-3. You know, if you go in wide receiver heavy, you take him as your third wide receiver. He's going number 40, well, your second wide receiver. Let's say second wide receiver, 40 overall. That's still high enough to where it can't be your wide receiver three necessarily. But your wide receiver two, don't make him your wide receiver one. Unless you go heavy RB, QB, tight end, and you wait on your wide receiver one. You go zero wide receiver, then you get Cooper Cup. You you couple him with a, a, a Hopkins or a... A potential Drake London Cooper Cup back-to-back as your number one and number two wide receiver, maybe, if you do a, a zero wide receiver approach. I'm not afraid to do a zero wide receiver approach. Who's afraid to do a zero wide receiver approach? Scared money don't make money, pal. Okay, now, all this said, Cooper Cup, good value. Am I worried about him? Absolutely. Uh, Superfish says HN isn't a three-down back, but he's going to get a lot of work. I think he is a three-down back, but I don't know. I don't know that he needs to be the uh, traditional thir- three th- uh, three down back. I wouldn't say he's not a three down back, though. I would just say that maybe you don't overwork him is maybe the kind of thinking that, that goes on. So, here, here Derrick Henry, 30, 30, uh, turned uh, 30 years old in January. 
Okay, worried about him? Absolutely. ADP value, great. Austin Eckler turned uh, turns 29 in May. He's out here doing amazing work in the offseason like he normally does. We don't know if he'll stay healthy, but here's him ripping off 10, 12, or more pull-ups with a 100-pound weight in between his, his ankles. I mean, you guys understand how hard that is? Do you know how hard it is to do 12 to 15 pull-ups as it is? And to put a 100-pound weight between your, your feet and ankles, that's a 100-pound weight. And to then do what most people can't do with their own body weight, it's pretty phenomenal. He's a strong guy. If there's anybody that could squeak out maybe one more season, maybe, under the right conditions, under the right ADP, do you hear what I'm saying? It's Austin Eckler in Cincinnati. It's Austin Eckler in Houston. It's Austin Eckler in maybe, I don't know, maybe Buffalo. It's Austin Eckler, probably not Dallas because they don't want to go Tony Pollard again. They want to they they ground and pound with a big-bodied running back. Baltimore, probably same thing, but I, you know, could they go after Austin Eckler? Sure. Austin Eckler and Cincy feels perfect. And you know why I think Austin Eckler goes to Cincinnati? There's almost a trade that, may, that got pulled off during the season last year. Austin Eckler was about to get traded to Cincinnati. He almost went to the Bengals last year. Almost went to the Bengals last year. Before the season. Did I say during the season? Before the season. There, was, there were hot rumors. I had some inside information that Eckler was very, 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 very close to to being to being dealt to Cincinnati. And I believe every bit of it. And given that this man will now get to go roam around and find his own home, make his own way, the Bengals naturally will probably part ways with Joe Mixon, save some money by cutting him. It, it feels like a perfect fit. The Bengals need something as well. The Bengals need to level up their game to to catch up to everybody else in the conference. And I think that I think that Eckler's the perfect fit and I think they throw to him enough He's going to be in a good situation. I think Austin Eckler, as much as I hated what he brought, the product was crappy in 2023. He brought a, a crappy product to the table. But Eckler and Cincy would be interesting, and especially at his ADP. Um, Deckard, thank you, Thomas, for the, the question and or comment. And we got Deckard dropping a $2 holler. Smitty, I had to change my name to Bo- from Bosshorn Deckard since he's dead. Uh, De- that's okay, Deckard. Deckard, appreciate you. Don't worry. Uh, we'll figure out some other ways. You know me. You know me, bro. I'm resilient. I'm going to figure out a way to keep you happy and have some sort of amazing way to super chat. Uh, and and may- maybe, it, maybe it's something along the lines of, I placed the, you know, the, the boss horn's probably gone. But I, th- I, had a, I had a thought last night is what if I set it outside and I asked the Zigmeister to show the camera of it outside and then we fire it off outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's just, tr- can we try it once? Can we try it once? Ziggy, show me the backyard. Let's just try it. Can we try it once? Okay, let, let's just try it once. Okay, uh, Ziggy volume two. Let's try it one time. I just want to try it one time. I'm gonna put the boss horn out there. I got the. I got the. Uh, give me one second. Boss horn's going outside.
Okay. Okay. So let's see. Let's just try it. The first $20 super chat. We're going to fire the boss horn off outside. <laughs> and maybe we terrorize the neighbors. Maybe Smitty's tired of having a headache. To be honest with you, I, I never once factored in the boss horn into my, or the headaches into my decision for the boss horn. I sacrificed for you. But once we closed the boss horn down going off in the studio, I, I, I kind of had some relief because my headaches have been absolutely out of, out of control. Let's, the first $20 hauler, let's fire it off outside and let's see what the neighbors do. Let's just see what the neighbors do. I don't know that they'll even know where it came from. Uh, maybe we make this a $100 hauler special. Um, somebody just threw us thumb down. Why? Because the boss horn might be outside. I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't even, I think the boss horn is going to be dead. I just want to try this one time. I just want to try this one time. Uh, Superfish. Okay, neighbor's going to love this. Maybe they will. I just want to try it once. I just want to see how loud it is. Can everybody please be honest? Is it too loud on Ziggy? <laughs> Let's just see. Ziggy volume three. We need, we need a little bit higher volume. Ziggy volume four. There we go. All right, let's see. Horn outside. Yeah, we'll just see. We're just going to try it once. The horn's dead. The horn's not going to go off in the studio anymore. Um, it is what it is. I don't want to hear complaining about it anymore. Let's move on. Let's 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 pull our, our big boy pants up and let's just move on. It, it wasn't good for the show. The views. People wanted to stop watching. They couldn't. They couldn't care. Uh, less about the boss horn, it, it appears, and we had to move on. Let's just see. Let's just see if we can fire it off. Uh, by the way, I haven't finished my pergolas yet. I still have to put all the stuff up on the pergola. There's a dog out there. He's gonna get upset. He's gonna get so upset. Phone lines are open. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. I'm really in intrigued at what this is gonna look like. First, okay, we got a we got a twenty dollar hauler. Rick, Rick, appreciate your twenty dollar hauler, pal. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Ziggy, volume 10. You can barely hear it. This isn't going to hurt anyone's ears. It's going to hurt people outside. Ready? There's a little bit of a delay, too. Was that loud? Was that loud? That kind of that kind of sounded loud. Can anybody hear that? <laughs> let's let's keep it let's keep it chill for a second because I have a feeling. C could anybody could anybody hear that last one? Was it loud? Because it came through. Ziggy volume down two. Let's do one more. <laughs> that, that, does, that doesn't affect nobody on the show, right? Does that affect anybody on the show? Does any Did anybody have to turn their volume down? Did it bother anybody? Oh, my poor neighbors. 
I have a feeling my neighbor's going to start looking over the fence and being like, what is that? What is that? What is that? By the way, I got I to gotta fix my pergolas. Um, it's not loud at all, Smitty. You're good. Probably very loud outside. <laughs> did you guys hear? Like, did you hear anything though? It was like, Woo! Ziggy, volume 10. Right, let's try it one more. Ready? Tell me if you hear this. You you heard that. You heard that. You had to hear, hear that. Oh, bro. That ain't going to affect nobody. No one's putting their earphones in. No one's needing to turn the volume down for that. And that's pretty, that's pretty funny. I wonder at what point the police will show up. You know, like at some point someone's like, what's that noise? What's that noise? Can we do a Karen check on that? Is that, is that is that levels okay? Um, I, I think right now people are like, oh, someone's someone's working on their car, whatever, you know. But like, if this is some kind of repetitious thing, at some point someone's gonna run outside and look around and like wait for it. And if we hit it again twice, they'll peek over the wall. At some point, the police would show up. I don't know how long it would take though. I, this seems like a kind of a good compromise if we were to roll with it. But I, I think we'd have to do it on, on $100 haulers. You know what I mean? If someone drops a $100 hauler, I'll run the boss horn out and we'll blast it like this. Maybe. Maybe. Does that seem like something where you guys that love the horn would be okay with it and the people that hate the horn would be okay with it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, sounds like someone... Hits a pan really far away. Part of me wonders how loud it is, though, outside. So let's do one thing. Let me see if I can. Uh, let me see if I can dial into this show here. And and take the phone outside. That you know we don't need to. We're we're fine. Um, no, I want to do it. I want to do it. Let's see here. <sighs> Let me copy this link. Let's take it outside and, and check it out. Take it outside, check it out, do it live. Here's the link, Smitty. Click on the link, Smitty. It doesn't sound like a true honk honk. Well, yeah, I know. Someone's going to get upset. Let's try it out. I'm going to go outside and click it. Okay, so I'm going to join the show. This will be loud, so you have to you have to bear with me.
Okay, so how was that? How was that on the phone? Did it sound loud on the phone? Did anybody? Holy crap, bro. Holy crap. What what was it loud though on the phone? Was it one of those unbearable? I'm not gonna take my phone out there every time, but I could put the boss horn out there, share screen, and we know it's loud, and we don't have to endure any of it. Who cares about the feedback? We're doing it real quickly, bro. I'm, like we, we're, I'm not taking the phone out there very often, if ever. It's just place the horn out there. Focus on the on the question at hand, uh, villain. Come on. Um. Ghost train could barely hear it. Okay, good. Good. I don't want to. I don't want to upset anybody. Okay, so maybe hundred dollar haulers will fire off the boss horn outside. That's not too frequent anyway. Okay, so hundred dollar haulers, maybe the boss horn goes outside. We'll have to see. Phone calls. Dial into the show. Appreciate you all. Do do it. Go do it. Do it. Do it. Dial in. Dial in. Dial in. <sighs> Jeez, man. My neighbors are gonna hate me. My neighbors are gonna absolutely hate me. Anybody complains? They're looking for problems. Midnight one hundred dollar boss horn honk. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. $100 holler, I think the boss horn's in order. Maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll see. Is anybody pissed off about this? Do the anti-boss horn people still mad? Or would the anti-boss horn people actually relish in the fact that someone else is going to endure the horn, you'll barely hear it, and you know I'm firing it off outside? I really just want to know. Deckard says, lame. Now it's funnier, says Joe. Deckard says it's lame. Could your neighbors hear it from inside the from inside the studio? If they're standing outside, um, like in front of my house, you can hear it. It's like it's about that loud. I don't know if if, if you guys are saying okay. Dial into the show. I'm sorry, I got the phone line open. I think there we go. The Bruce is calling. I'm sorry, Bruce. Uh, anybody else dialed in? I'm sorry, I missed it. Go ahead, Bruce. What's up? Hey, Smitty, we know we have all the running backs up there, but what about Swift? Where's his best scenario? Yeah, so we talk about that quite a bit. Um, let me pull up the uh, the running back free agency board because he's on there. So the free agent running backs are Jacob Swift, Pollard, Henry, Barkley, Eckler. Pollard may or may not return to Dallas. We'll see if he can find any interest. Singletary's available, Dobbins, Gus, the bus, Clyde, Dylan. Um, those are the, the running back Swift. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see where Swift goes. I could see him returning to Philly. You know? Um, yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, because I was like, wait, if they bring him back, where does that leave Swift going? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if we're going to do anything with the boss horn again. The boss horn might be dead. I just, I just thought I'd try that one more time because that idea came to my mind. But to be honest with you, I, I think uh, I think it is funnier outside, but to be honest with you, it's like I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if it's worth bringing into the picture. I, I really don't know if it's worth the time. I think I think we could come up with other things that are better. You know, I just thought I'd try it. Uh, let, let's let's hit the let's hit the audience here and see what they think. Um, Derek Henry, if Derek Henry was in Baltimore, would anybody draft him in round three? Vote in the chat, yes or no, and, and type Henry, because I'm going to ask several questions, and I want to make sure someone's not answering the reply on a delay on another player. So put Henry, third round, yes. 
Henry three, no. Eckler, if he's in Cincinnati, Eckler three, yes. Eckler three, no. Cooper Cup, um, where you would take him. So drop those names in the chat and, and specifically answer yes or no to the third round to both Henry and Eckler. I want to pull your questions on screen and see. Uh, Deckard's on the line. Deckard, what's up, Bosshorn Deckard? Hey, what's up, Spade? What's up, pal? Um, I was just curious of your thoughts for uh, Pacheco and Rice. Like, how much of that was them and how much of that was Mahomes? Um, I think, uh, I think Rice is a product of a couple things, but it does, it's not bad. Like, is, is, is JJ been a product of Kirk Cousins? Like, I know he's as weird as that is to say, but that offense throws the ball so much and has. Yeah, I mean, everybody's a product of everything, but Rice is the real deal. Um, Pacheco's running style, he's so aggressive. Everything he does, he almost does on his own. He's for real. Those are two very, very real players. Um, one could say that Pacheco's held back, by the way, that sometimes KC will use other players. and You know what I mean? I, I like Pacheco a lot. I think uh, Rice will probably continue to thrive. I don't know that anything's going to change unless they bring in a wide receiver. But if they bring in a wide receiver, it could be an older guy like Hopkins, who I think initially will give Rice a little bump and down in value. People will be a little reactive to it. Um, whether or not Hopkins will steal enough or not is hard to know. I think Mahomes throws enough that I'm not too worried about it. And I think at the end of the day in Dynasty, it doesn't matter because Hopkins has maybe the one year left. And the way I look at it with Hopkins is I kind of I see him as one of those players that maybe pulls in something along the lines of like 900 yards, but has very big impact, catches some touchdowns, maybe has 8 to 10 touchdowns. But I don't know that Hopkins for sure commands 1,300, 1,200, 1,100-yard production. He could. I'll definitely be excited about Hopkins in KC. Hopkins is a very likely uh, release candidate because he frees up a ton of money, but we'll see. But Rice is the real deal. Do you see any, like, uh, uh, any running backs, like uh, any of the big-name running backs that might be free this year making their way to KC? Any big name running backs? Uh, KC probably not. I think that they love Pacheco. I don't see any reason why they would go after an RB. I, agree. I, agree. I think they could draft one. They they tend to draft and compile runners that way. But I think it would be it would be one of these good running backs in this very very mediocre running back class that makes some of the good ones fall and drop. Like, would it shock me if Blake Corum fell? in the draft and everybody thinks he's this guy that's going to get drafted high and he fell to the top around three or something in case he, you know, traded up and took him. It would, that wouldn't shock me third round and later anybody could take a running back anybody, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but I, I don't, I don't think you have to worry about Pacheco getting replaced by any incoming rookie that they draft in the third or fourth round. Even if it was, you know, Corm would be dangerous, but I don't think they'll take him. I'm just giving you an example. I think Corm probably doesn't slip past Harbaugh in the Chargers' second round territory. I, I just think I think that Harbaugh is going to grab him, but we'll see. But Pacheco, Pacheco's fantastic, man. He he's all grit. He's all drive. He's all. The only problem with Pacheco is he plays like Rob Gronkowski and George Kittle, 
and he's gonna hurt. He's gonna he's gonna keep keep hurting himself, you know. But yep. that's what makes him great. He's a big. Anything else, Deckard? What what else you got? No, bro. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Yeah, you can you could you could stay on the line if you want. Uh, Bruce, what else did you have? Okay, I'll mute. Yeah, Bruce. What else? What else did you have, Bruce? Here, while, while Bruce... I have a question about what All about right. uh, Kelsey? Do you think he has any more elite seasons in him? I do think Kelsey's got the potential to be a top three to four to five tight end in 2024. Do I think he's going to be very much the same player where he's up and down? Yeah, but he still could be top five. I mean, for sure. I think he probably gets hurt is what happens. These older guys like Cooper Cup, what's that? What are you are you working out there, Bruce? No. Oh, we heard we heard some heavy breathing. Um, he he feels like he feels like a, a guy that Derrick Henry, Cup, um, Eckler, Kelsey, the all these guys could could absolutely one hundred percent miss games. That's going to be their downfall: missing games, four or five games, getting injured. You okay, Bruce? I got one more. Yeah, I got one more for you. What yeah. do you think about uh, uh, the Raiders having interest in Kirk Cousins? What would that do for Devontae Adams? That would be good. I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, and Kirk Cousins and Adams have kind of that same like lifespan. I think you know, two three years, maybe max or one. I mean, Adams isn't going to be elite for two to three years, but he'll be elite for one to two potentially, or one and a half. But he could linger for a couple years in the league like a lot of wide receivers do. So it seems like a good fit potentially for a team that's trying to piecemeal something together to win now. I don't think the Raiders are like long-term view of of this thing. I don't think they're like we're rebuilding. I think they're trying to win right now. It makes sense um, to, to, to go after Cousins while you have Adams on a short, you know. Like what are you going to do? Go rebuild a QB and then have Adams become you know, fall off in a year and a half, two years. So it makes a lot of sense to have Kirk Cousins and, and LV. Plus, the players love him. I could see Pierce completely, you know, sweet-talking this guy into coming over. It's certainly possible. I could see Adams saying, hey, come come over. We'll, we'll, throw, we'll, we'll throw, we'll play catch together, you know. And imagine if the Raiders, look, I like Zeus a lot. I think Zamir White, if they roll with Zamir White and they focus on bringing in maybe another wide receiver, that's where it could get even more interesting. I can we? Is that Miss? Is that Miss Robeson? Yeah. T- tell tell her we said hey. We said hello. All right, hey Bruce, real Can quickly. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll tell her thanks a lot for that that clip. Um, let me let we me play let me play that clip. By the way, here we go. I gotta go get the boss horn anyway outside. We interrupt this program to bring you a special message from the Bruce's mother. Get Bijan. Bijan. All right, prepare for take one. All right, action. He's a box score Bobby. He's a little sloppy. Box score Bobby. He's a box score Bobby.
Hey, hey, Bruce. We got we got several people in the yeah. chat. Several people in the chat said, "Tell your mom to get Bijan. Go get Bijan. Is she gonna draft Bijan this year? Does she own Bijan? Oh. Doesn't she have a dynasty league? Doesn't she own? Does she own Bijan in dynasty? Uh, no. All right. Tell her tell her to make that happen. We'll, got, we'll, uh, we'll help her cook up a trade to get him. All right. She got Gibbs and, uh, but. Attaboy. She got Gibbs because Bijan went 1.1. She had like 1.5, and then she ended up getting Gibbs. I got gotcha. okay. uh, you. Okay. You boys hang tight. Mute real quick if you could. Phone lines are open, guys. Dial into the phone line. Um, if you guys have something you want to say, chime in, and I'll, I'll bring you back in. Um, yeah, my, my, my whole thing here, guys, again, this comes down to two, two things. And you know me. I am the king of... Of of staying away from older players because it is uh, Bruce left Bruce appreciate you bro Bruce Bruce to the moon I'm the king of avoiding older players because people usually draft these older players before they fall off um, and I don't want to be left holding the bag if 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 the entire community of fantasy football has already jumped off the ship and the player might still have a a, a remnants of their old self for half a year, uh, three quarters of a year. The way I like to look at this thing is similar to, uh, in a way, the Alvin Kamara situation last year. Alvin Kamara was written off by everybody. We included at one point during his whole fiasco, his Vegas situation, we were ripping him to shreds. We put him on planet Uranus. And we talked about how he was going to get potentially suspended. And then at a certain point, we got to a certain point where... Uh, Camara started getting undervalued and we started to take notice and that's kind of what I'm doing here this is an Alvin Camara version for 2024 these players are versions of what we saw unfold with that to where I feel like when somebody's doubted and doubted and doubted a lot of people they don't get used to the situation or re-examine it from afar Kind of like Kenneth Walker. Everybody started to run away from Kenneth Walker when Charbonnet was drafted, right? And they ran away from him so far that at some point, they need to re-look at it and say, okay, well, that's enough. Enough's enough. I like him at this value. But the human condition as it is does not have that built in. And people just look at a player and say, no, 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 no. And they don't they don't reassess it. I always tell you, go outside, close the door. Take a deep breath, reset your mind, reopen the door, and come and evaluate the player for their newfound ADP. And Joe Burrow is a perfect example. Joe Burrow, third, fourth round pick, potentially last year, walking into the early part of the season. He started to fall, started to fall, and he was nowhere near two, two or three when the season kicked off. Now he gets hurt in 2023. Now people are drafting Joe Burrow around six and seven. And it doesn't feel like the general population is catching up or re-examining Joe Burrow's value at his newfound 6th, 7th round value. Joe Burrow can win a league. Joe Burrow could still be QB 1, 2, 3 in spots all year long. He could have a cup of coffee with the top three quarterbacks at any moment 
in time. Joe Burrow could easily finish his QB 2 or 3 at the end of the year next year. And you can get him around 6-7 because nobody wants to re-examine and reevaluate his value as it's dropped and taken, you know, taken its lumps. These guys, same thing. Look at their faces. They're, they're sad that you don't believe in them. I don't believe in them until I do. And now I do at their current value. Will I later? No. Are they value in round four? Uh, what were the ADPs that, that we pulled up? Where's that that board? Is that the is that the Barkley board? I think I had it on. The Barkley board. Here it is. Yeah. Here's here's the value. Look at the ADP value. Austin Eckler, running back twenty two. Derrick Henry, ADP sixty overall. Those are fantastic values given the risk levels. Henry's going to be on everyone's mind soon. We got gifted memberships. Uh, Decker, gifted five gifted memberships. Decker, appreciate you. Decker, what do you have to add to this conversation or what would you like to ask regards to this situation? Thank you for the gifted memberships, by the way. Thank Decker. Oh, you're welcome, bro. Uh, I don't... Oh, I'm just listening. Trying to learn. Be honest. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. <sighs> Taking the reverse Okafor approach, <laughs> doing the doing the reverse Okafor, <laughs> the reverse Okafor. I love it. That's amazing. Um, yeah, uh, he uh, he probably won't show up. He only shows up when there's somebody's demise, um, or some kind of like tries to rub something in, and then he doesn't show up again. Especially he does Okafor. I, I that episode and i agree with him that Bijan will not get 2,000 yards rushing this year well that that's no a, that's okay if you feel that way i i personally think there's a chance for it i just think that the odds of him having some sort of divide is greater the odds of him having 2,000 total yards easy having 2,100 total yards 2,200 total yards very capable oh, i yeah. do i do believe he's going to be yeah, in the six seven yeah 650 receiving yards but this is what he said and so Justin Fields down there, who knows what will happen. Right, but but the whole point of why Okafor deserved to be a little bit ridiculed, I think, for his his negative take is that he was the fifth comment on the show, and we were here to celebrate Bijan Robinson's comment. Yeah. Do I have it on screen here? Yeah. I think it was right here. We we're here to celebrate he Bijan Robinson's. I remember that. Yeah. He yeah. Was. He, let me see if I can find Okafor's comment. If it's even on, uh, still on here. I got Rock Out. I got Wheel Snipe City. I think. I think it's somewhere. It's somewhere on here. Let me see if I can find it. Okafor. Here. Here's what he came in. Um, no, that's not it. I think it was like the fifth comment of the show. And I it think, was. I think this is it right here. He ain't getting anywhere close to. Look, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe Bijan saying, I want 2,000 rushing yards. Maybe he gets 1,600, 1,500, but he's pulling in 650, 700 receiving. It's going to be 2,000, yep. 2,100. There's no need for this kind of talk. Fifth comment into a, a show where this man's being talked up. This man's telling you he's going to go out and explode. And the greater part of this show that was amazing was that Bijan showed like drive and determination and grit and give me the damn ball because last year he kept twiddling look Bijan deserves to take a lap i'm gonna send Bijan on a lap for last year i mean he no no hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on Hold on. That's not what I'm sending him on a lap for. He still was running back nine. I'm not oh. sending on him a lap a lap for his production. I'm sending him on a lap because 
He didn't once look Arthur Smith in the face and say, what are we doing? Put me in. I'll score. Put me in. He kept sitting there going, oh, so grateful to be here. Posting on his stories after a day where he'd get no carries. He'd be like, oh, so grateful for everything. Uh, everything's working out great. Love my coach. Love my team. Love, 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 love. I'm not saying that that's not a good characteristic in a person. We want a hungry person. We want somebody that's going to be part diva, part good head on their shoulders and say, feed me. I'm the best running back in the National Football League. And for that, I will make Bijan take a lap. He should have been more hungry. He should have been in Arthur Smith's face going, look, respectfully, not like Travis Kelsey grabbing his coach and trying to shake him to the ground. I'm saying just, I'm the best player in the league. Hand me the ball. You know, hey, I want the football at the goal line, coach. You said some weird shit about Tyler Algier being the best goal line back in the league. Uh, Bijan Robinson should have been like irate over that comment. Give me the ball. I can do it. He didn't do any of that. All he did was be grateful on his social media stories after Arthur Smith would completely misuse him. And I, I just had enough of it. I'm a Bijan. You need to you need to get hungry. And so out of everything relating to this piece of news where Bijan says, I want 2,000 rushing yards, the takeaway is that he's hungry, he's asking for it, and he's putting it all in motion. He's putting it out there, and he's going to go get it. Bijan, yeah, he is Tim. Bijan is Himothy, and he's going to Himothy University. He'll be our first Himothy University graduate. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe we need to create a we need to create a Himothy University animation and have all the grads come. Maybe Bijan speaks. Maybe maybe. $20 Super Chats are your player of choice that speaks to you. And they come on screen here. And you can say, I want Bijan to... You know you know what I'm saying? Kind of similar to this. this uh, Like, you, you Super Chatted a minute ago. Who do you want? Do you want Arnold? Do you want Mike Tyson? Do you want Trump? Do you want the Donald? Who do you want right now? Pick one. Arnold, Tyson, Trump. Trump. Deckard has big hands, big energy. I love the way Deckard super chats. He does a phenomenal big league, big league job. Love Deckard. Deckard's the best $20 hauler I've ever seen. Nobody super chats like Deckard. Maybe that's what we do with the $20 haulers. You send your $20 hauler, you hashtag the character you want, the player you want, and we'll do it live. We'll figure it out. Okay, uh, uh, you know, you know, it's also like a live cameo. You know, if you want to, you want to trash talk your league, you just send a $20 hauler and you say, you know, give me, give me Bijan. And then I'll sit there and go, you know, Deckard's the best fantasy football player in the, in the, in the history of the sport. And you have Bijan Robinson literally telling your league that you're bigly. <laughs> you like that? Is that is that better? That's better? That's better than the boss horn. That's totally better than the boss horn. I think I'm onto something. Hold on, Travis. Travis Rose on the I, I phone. Think you're right. I think you're right. I think yeah, it is a little better than the boss horn. Let, that's, let, that's way more fun. Let, let's, way uh, more fun. Hey. Travis is on the line. This is Mike Tyson. Travis, what do you think about the $20 Super Chats speaking to you? 
It's up, Mike. Um, I like those actually, but um, okay. I think you have to keep Denny, the the, uh, the Delta tones of Denny in there. Too. Yeah, if you if you if you hash if you hashtag Denny and you want one of these beauties. Oh, whoops. You want one of these beauties? That's up, that's up to you. You know, you get your choice. You just hashtag what you want. So he, here's like the twenty the twenty dollar holler from Denny. My favorite's when he says Smitty's pretty or whatever. What's he say here right here? <laughs> Smitty, Smitty, everybody's pretty. Uh, so yeah, you get to choose what you want. I'll, I'll create different, different little things. We'll start with Bijan. I don't know that I'll have everybody on hand, but we'll figure it out. Um, all right. Uh, anyway, anything, Travis? What do you think about these three? Uh, these three players, these old dogs sitting here in front of your face. What do you think about Henry? What do you think about Eckler? What do you think about Cooper Cup? Again, remembering that Henry just turned thirty in January. Eckler turns twenty nine in. Uh, I've, uh, he turns twenty nine May, and in uh, Cup turns thirty one in June. Yeah, um, so I was calling to ask you: Do you do you believe that, like in terms of Cincinnati situation, that they actually do move on from Mixon? I mean, it seems like. Past couple of years, we've been waiting for him to kind of fall off completely, or them to move on and try to upgrade. And I mean, I'm not sure if Eckler's an upgrade or not. You know, if, if they're better off just staying with, uh, you know, a mix of Chase Brown and Mixon, and try to work Chase Brown. And, and unless you, unless you don't think he can be a full time back, I don't know. I don't know. I I think I look at this uh, this playoff bracket right, and and you say to yourself, like there there are teams on here that the Bengals need to figure out a way to become better than these teams. And I I, I I just think when you look at, like, Baltimore, for example, and you say, Baltimore, you lost. You shouldn't have lost, according to a lot of people. And the expectation was the Baltimore Ravens were going to go and, and eventually knock off the, the 49ers in the Super Bowl. And they need to look really hard at the idea of bringing in Derrick Henry or Barkley or, or, or even Jacobs. One of the three running backs. I do believe almost with the cert, almost certainty that one of those three running backs, Jacobs, Henry, or Barkley, will be in Baltimore. I can I almost can guarantee it. One yeah, of them will be. Me too. And that's a smart move. That's the move that needs to happen. Buffalo needs to make this move as well. There was a rumor that Eckler could have been traded to Buffalo. Henry could have been traded to Buffalo in the offseason. Never came to fruition. I do think they're going to look at it. I just don't know if Buffalo is going to go there. Um, th- there are several teams that need to make this kind of move. The Bengals are one of them. The Bengals have to make this move. If they don't, I don't think they're leveling up on any one of these teams. If you put Eckler and he does have success that has remnants of his old self... In since he with Chase with Burrow keeping Burrow healthy keeping defenses on us keeping Burrow upright uh, keeping defenses spread out and you know less of a chance Burrow is going to be on his back the entire game. Those are all components. All of Eckler coming in, going into the flat, waiting for a football, creating defensive havoc is going to be part of protect, protecting Joe Burrow. Just like when I told Hugh Jackson and he laughed at me and I said. Drafting Jamar Chase will protect Joe Burrow. It'll stretch the field, as it certainly has. The, bringing Eckler in could do a similar 
type of thing. Even if he's not the exact same running back, he's still capable. I do think he's going to be capable. And in, in that offense, I think he does pretty well for one year in Cincy. Yeah. I think I think the Bengals, will the Bengals do it? I don't know. Should they do it? A hundred percent. So to answer your question, are they going to be apprehensive about moving on from Mixon? I don't know. I'd say it's 50-50. They do save money doing it, then they got to go spend money to bring in another running back. So the question is, do they think they can just get it done with Mixon? Maybe. Maybe they do. Um, I would personally say, give me give me, give me, me a shot with Eckler. You know, Jacobs would be interesting too. If That would be something I think no one would see coming, and maybe that's because it won't happen. But, you know, bringing in a guy that has more than one year, potentially. Or or drafting yeah. a, running, a I, running back. I like Chase Brown, though, but but I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like if, if they have, like, Eckler and Chase Brown, it seems like, you know, in a way they're kind of duplicates. I mean, one might be better than the other, and Eckler may have that one more year left. But um, a lot a lot of people seem to forget that. Like, I don't did Eckler ever even have a 1,000-yard rushing season? He does a lot of damage in the past. You know, he, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a good back, but he's not a guy you're running a lot of, like, you know, ground and pound football with or anything you know i mean he's he's they definitely they definitely gone the way of of making him into a a essentially a workhorse running back oh since the the departure of melvin gordon because i remember when melvin gordon had left the thought was you know this guy's not going to hold up if you start running him between the tackles like a workhorse running back now granted you're right he's not rushing for 1400 yards he's not Doing those types of things. In fact, I'll pull up his game log and put it on screen right here. Um, he hasn't, hasn't had a ton of carries. Yeah. So here, yeah, he, here's his uh, here's his game log. He's he's played so many years though. Been so so many been beat up so much. Right. But yeah, uh, let's see here. Um, 2023. Um, this is his his rushing yard. 628 last year on the ground. 915 in 2022, 911 in 2021, 530, 557, 554, 260. His receiving stats obviously are are super impressive. He almost had this like two di- it's almost like right. he had two different versions of his career. You know, he was like it was, it, I I feel like uh there've been many players in sports that have done this. They've kind of like changed their their game. And and here's Eckler's receiving um his receiving yards in 2023 at the bottom, 436 in 2023, then 722 the year prior, 647, 403, 993, 993 in 2019. That was crazy. 900. Yeah. in 92 receptions. Yeah. 107 receptions in 2022, though, which was crazy. Those touchdowns are phenomenal numbers, too. I mean, you can see the touchdowns on the on the on the right, the far right side of the screen. Two, three, three, one, twelve, thirteen, five. So look at the rushing difference. This is the between the tackle Eckler. Um, if you if you look at uh, let me pull this up. So 2021, 12 rushing touchdowns. 2022, 13 rushing touchdowns. 2023, five rushing touchdowns. This is when he transferred into a between the tackle running back. Um, 911 yards, 915, 628. But he's just starting to break down. Um, look at the earlier Eckler, 2019, 993 yards, eight touchdowns. He's he's a phenomenal player. He what he did for the game, he deserves standing ovations all off season long yeah. for what he brought to the table. And I, I don't hate Eckler at all. And when I say, like, avoid this player, he's old, it's nothing to do with liking, disliking, anything like that. It's just a matter of trying to jump off the ship before it goes straight into the ocean. And in the case of Eckler, his va- his value 
Him, Henry, and Cup, their values have dropped off as if everybody already believes they went into the ocean, which was justifiable maybe reaction initially, but it's going too far in some sense because I feel like their ADPs are, are very worth the risk, at least in one or two leagues out of 10 or 12. So you're talking about a 10%, one out of 10, let's say, 10% ownership of Henry in the fourth round, 10% ownership of Eckler in that four or five round territory. Um... 10% ownership of Cooper Cup as your second wide receiver. That's all I'm asking. I'm not telling anybody to put their seasons, all their seasons on the line. These guys failed you, uh, Eckler and Cup, last year. That's why a lot of people will stay away. Henry didn't fail anybody last year, but it's just a ticking time bomb situation given his size, his workload. But, I mean, going to Buffalo, going somewhere where he could get 10 scores, who cares if he has 90, 900 yards and misses three, four right. games? So I, I love the value of these guys. It's a really, really interesting topic for sure. And I feel like it's a little out of character probably for me for to be talking about go get these older players, but not really when you really look at my content and the history of my content and how I go about things, how I went after Kamara after we trashed him all offseason. It's like, wait a minute, that, that, that tipping point happens at some point. Adjust and adapt is the thing I teach people the most. And, and, and Kamara turned into a steal because everybody went too far. They took it way too far. Right. And now these guys are sitting in that way too far territory, and I, I like them. I just think there are situations, uh, Eckler's new home and Henry's new home incoming is going to change all that maybe, and then I'm not so high on them, but we'll see. I, I guess the, the, the question I have, and I, I don't disagree with you. I'm, I'm just uh, just curious asking your opinion on things. Um, the, the difference in carries, though, like – it, it almost seems like Cincinnati would either have to, you know, I mean, maybe maybe that's how Chase Brown just gets more work and it starts working into the mix. Maybe they like him that much. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, uh, like it, it, it's upwards of a hundred carries difference when Mixon is healthy yeah. compared it, it, to Eckler. And Matt, o- and I, I know it, it just would be a kind of a different offense if they threw that much, which which wouldn't be a bad. You know. Yeah, uh, Matto's comment is common. Uh, let me let me play it for you. Motto, the only way I am taking Henry is if he goes to Dallas. This is the the reason why he's a value, though. Like, understand that it's, yeah. no offense, Matto, but it's Matto's that are allowing you, no offense, Matto, we're all, I'm some of those, I'm some of those people sometimes, too. I allow somebody to draft Keenan Allen where they're drafting because somehow, some way I'm doubting him too much or something like that. It happens. It's okay. But Matto's the reason why. The Matto's are the reason why you can still get Henry on underdog fantasy in a steel territory, uh, absolute steel territory, where he's your late, 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 late running back two. Sometimes I'm getting Henry as my running back three, my flex option, because everyone's in a standstill. Like the only way I'm taking Henry is when he goes to Dallas. Well, guess what? The moment that happens, Matto, you're paying through the roof. <laughs> like that's why I say scare money don't make money. You start drafting Henry only when he's holding a pot of gold. He's going to weigh a whole lot more than if you grab him now, coddle Derrick Henry, and wait for that pot of gold to slam down on both your laps, Matto. Especially, especially when you're talking about um, best ball, you know. Yeah, just take thing, advantage of it now. You'll, you'll probably know where he is in a redraft. I, I, yeah, and, and best you know, ball, that, that's where you take advantage, ADP. And and I need to write this down right now because this is a very very important video. Um, my brute force uh, best ball strategy 
as it relates to those guys and stuff too. So let me write that down on the board. That's uh, can you guys hear me? Hold on. Can you guys hear me on this mic? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You can hear me now. Test, yeah, test, one, two. You're all right. Yeah. All right. I think. I think everybody, everybody hear me okay on this mic? I did change it up and I gotta, I gotta put it back. So I'll, I'll be doing, I'll be doing a video on that and it's going to be all about best ball and redraft, but like really help with best ball. Uh, Travis, anything else? Um, no, no, just that um, people have to make sure they uh, differentiate a little with best ball. It's, it's easy to keep your same draft strategy like across platforms and, and kind of fall into that. You really have to switch it up because best ball, these guys are the perfect players to take in best ball, you know, because like last year with Cooper Cup, if you took him in best ball and you drafted well around him, you didn't even feel his injuries, you know, because... When he played, he was awesome, and your other guys could just fill in that spot when he missed. Yeah, yeah, it very you just it, keep that in mind. It, it, it's going to very much change them again. Like I said, the moment Henry's in Dallas, then Matt O's on board. You know what I mean? Matt O's not going near him right now until he goes to Dallas. So the time to draft him is not when he's in Dallas. That's the time to sit back and go, ha, 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 "I'm out now." Go ahead, grab him in Dallas, everybody. Uh, pay second round, late second round value, top around three. I got him for a ham sandwich in round four or five because scared money don't make money. You know what I'm saying? And that's the beauty about Best Ball Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Link is pinned in the live chat. Links in the description of every video will be drafting live late night graveyard shifts. But here's the thing is this is where you get to explore those things. Like Travis just said, go have Derrick Henry in 25 leagues right now in the pre- uh, Henry, you know, movement and, and, and smoke season territory. Then, if you draft him in 25 best ball leagues, you're, you're putting all your eggs in one basket, so to speak, right now. You don't have to draft a single Derrick Henry share the rest of the offseason and every other tournament. So, it, it, consume a lot of Derrick Henry, a lot of Austin Eckler, a lot of Cooper Cup now. And if their ADPs don't change, you can continue to consume them in the right spots with the right moderation and control so you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. But if you don't take advantage of trying to consume a lot of these three guys now and you wait until things change, you're not going to have many shares of them at the good value and you're going to be crying yourself to sleep. Um, yeah, Matt O is agreeing and best ball is different for sure. And when we get when we get to uh, redraft again, you're going to be paying through the roof for Henry and Eckler. I think maybe not as much Eckler depends on where he goes, but Henry and Dallas will excite everybody. It doesn't even matter if you're kind of a, a Henry doubter. If he's in Dallas and Jerry Jones is literally, you know, talking this man up, everybody's talking about him. You're you're just going to say, look, I know he'll probably get hurt at some point and miss three, four, five games, or slow down and get tired or whatever, but man, I mean, look at Zeke Elliott, you know, like Zeke Elliott had, even when he'd slowed down, there's still moments, you know, you get him in a certain position behind a certain line, or you, you look at Zeke Elliott, you know, he looked awful between the tackles, but they threw to him and he did good PPR work, not to mention Derrick Henry's still amazing in open space, even if he's lost a step, so all you got to do is be good at getting him the ball in open space, throw to him. Tennessee didn't throw to Derrick Henry, but it wasn't really Derrick Henry's fault. He was never considered a big PPR back, but it wasn't really his fault. He could always catch. He would do a very good job catching the football. Right. 
take a dump off pass 75 yards downfield and you say, why don't they throw to Derrick Henry more? He's at his best if you throw to him in the flat and let him get a little momentum before there's anybody even around to grab him. And then he just starts steamrolling everybody. But you give him the football only up the gut as his, as his as he's losing his step and he won't be the same player. It's all about usage. So when I say Derrick Henry's a good value in the later middle rounds is where he's going, early middle rounds, it's it's only it's under the assumption that he's gonna be going somewhere great and maybe used properly. He may not be, but that's why you're not gonna draft him in a ton of it places. It, no matter no matter what, just because of his size, if he's healthy He's always a goal back, which means he's all, almost, as long as he's playing, you know, double-digit games, he's probably going to get double-digit touchdowns or close to it. And, um, I mean, just think think back to random guys who, you know, obviously, worst-case scenario, if he only becomes a goal-line vulture back or something crappy. But, like, guys like Mike Tolbert have had value in the past because they just fall in the end zone 12 times a year, you know. And I'm not, I think Henry could be better than that, but I'm just saying he... There's a little insurance there if he can just play the full season or only miss a couple games that he's going to score score touchdowns. So. Yeah. All right, Travis, appreciate you, bro. I'll be back tonight for sure. Um, we need to do a rumble. Right. We need to do a rumble show, no doubt about it. Um, if yeah. there's breaking news, That's we'll good. be back on this main channel. If there's not any kind of breaking news whatsoever, I do imagine we'll do a Dynasty show and a Rumble show. The Dynasty show is YouTube.com slash Dynasty Fantasy Football. The Rumble show is Rumble.com slash The Fantasy Football Show. These are two different shows. They won't be just streamed over. I do shows separately on these channels because that's not the way to, I think, operate. Is just live stream to all these different channels. They need to be unique. So if you're not following on Rumble.com slash The Fantasy Football Show, you're missing out. Those links are all in the description of the video, so make sure you sub up on those and don't miss shows tonight. Travis, we'll see you, t- we'll see you tonight, maybe? Yeah, definitely. All right, later. And, and, and who who's your first request uh, for a player to, if you $20 super chat and you were wanting a, a player or person to speak to you, who, who would that be? What specific player? Oh, to, me? Yeah, yeah. If you, had to, if you had to call one out, what's uh, a request? Probably Arnold for the community. Okay. Any, any other player? Good line. What about a player? What player needs to, to have a voice on this channel? A player? Um... Oh boy, I don't, I'm not good off the top of my head. Okay, come up, come up with something. All right, later, like Travis. Like a, a, a current player, or, or whatever you want, I'll whatever you want. Them. Think about it. Yeah, think about it. Maybe it's Arthur Smith. Yeah, maybe a coach. Maybe somebody wants to super chat and they want Arthur to yell at them. <laughs> that might, uh, you might get, you might get Draven's attention. Bring it back. Yeah, Dra- Draven. Draven really did quit. Yeah. We'll, All right. We'll see him again someday. He'll pop back up. Yeah. He Thanks, really, Later. He really, I think he, Draven really did quit fantasy football. He said he was going to, and uh, we haven't seen him since. Let's let's see if he's uh, let's see where Draven's at right now. Let's take the time machine over to Draven's house. Draven, Draven, Psst. Draven, Psst. Draven. He he's gone, folks. He's out of it. He's zoned out. This man, I don't think this man's coming back. He's got my photo on his wall. He got a turd in the center of the room, sleeping like a baby. Draven, come back to us. 
John Gruden. I could do with John Gruden. All right. I'll see you all tonight on the Dynasty Channel and the the uh, on the Rumble. Deuces. Appreciate you all. Live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's what this show is, but we're live during Graveyard Shows. Graveyard Shows tonight on the Dynasty Channel and on Rumble. The links are in the description. Do not forget to subscribe to the Dynasty Channel. It's a separate channel here on YouTube. And do not forget to, to follow slash sub up over on Rumble. That link is in the description under Smitty Shows. Go make sure you're ready for them all. Appreciate you all. Thank you for all the gifted memberships. Um, we had uh, um, we had Rick with the twenty dollar hauler. Rick, appreciate you. We had Boss Horn Deckard, aka now back to being just Deckard, who dropped a two dollar hauler and also gifted some memberships, if I remember correctly. Let me go search for that. Gifted uh, five memberships. Deckard is a monster. Deckard, appreciate you. We'll see you all later.